Hey everybody, this is Kevin from the Magic Our Way podcast. Um, just want to say hey and give you a little intro as to what you're about to hear. And I do apologize for this show be, being released late. It's just been a pretty busy weekend for me personally. Um, so it, it, better late than never anyway. So I uh, just want to give you a quick little introduction as to what you're about to hear. Uh, this is another one of our listener field reports. Uh, so this is our field report number 10. Uh, if you remember, our listener field reports are basically uh, the listener versions of what Danny and I do for our regular field reports when we go down to the world, when we broadcast or review things and stuff that we just experienced on a trip. It's a little bit different than a trip reports, but anyway, uh, as of I believe it was show thirty-two, we gave you a, got an idea to make you guys the star. Uh, maybe sometimes there's a, you want to type down an email that's kind of too long. And you don't want to put all in the words. It's probably just as quick for you to record something and send it in. But um, this is your chance. Uh, this is your chance to be the star. You know, maybe some of you guys do have opinions on Disney, but can't really commit to like a weekly podcast show. But, you know, keeping with our promise of always giving the Disney van a voice, a Disney fan a voice, sorry. Um, we're giving you this opportunity to speak your mind. Um, so anybody can do a listener field report, uh, you know, all, pretty much every phone nowadays has some kind of recording device and the quality is actually usually pretty good. So it doesn't have to be anything long. It could be like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It could be short as five minutes. Um, or it could be as long as you want. You know, if you want to go an hour, more power to you. Uh, we'll throw it on the air. We'll definitely make you sound great and throw it on the air. Um, so anyway, if you are interested in doing that, all you got to do is just uh, open up your phone, hit record, and email us at magicrway at gmail.com. Anyway, uh, this next uh, second uh, of our listener field reports comes from um, two listeners by the name of Blake and Emily, and they'll introduce themselves on the show. But they recently went to Walt Disney World this at the end of May 2014, and uh, there are a couple of new things that they experienced, and so they're going to kind of give you guys a quick little rundown of their trip. So anyway, enjoy, and I'll speak with you guys afterwards. Welcome to the Magic Our Way Field Report. Hi everybody, this is Blake Waldrop with Emily Wright, my friend, who Hello. just got back from Disney World with me for her 21st birthday trip. And we're going to be sharing some things that we noticed while we were there. Disney World is one of our favorite places to go ever. Um, we've both been several times and uh, we always enjoy noticing the new things they have there. So, uh, Emily, what was your favorite part of the trip? Um, my favorite part of the trip was staying there for my birthday. I think that was really cool that even if you're like an adult, you get all the special treatment that a five-year-old gets, except for riding the teacups with Alice. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> so Emily heard this rumor that if you were first in line to ride the teacups in Magic Kingdom, Alice in Wonderland would ride with you. Well, first of all, we didn't plan ahead because we had five people there and that would barely fit in the teacups anyway. So anyway, we got there uh, at uh, the break of dawn. We woke up at zero o'clock. At o zero. Yeah. And 
pushed our way through, you know, we saw the, uh, the opening ceremony, which was really cool. I had never seen that before. And uh, pushed our way through the rope drop, which is actually not a rope drop. It's more like, here's the rope, now slowly walk and don't trample each other. Right, well, that's the new thing because everyone was going to trample each other to see Elsa and Anna. When we first passed the line, it was five hours to meet them. So they had to start this new rope drop thing to where you walk down Main Street behind a really big rope so that you won't trample everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Seems kind of silly, but I guess it's necessary. And um, so anyway, we got to the teacups, you know, we, um, we're go-getters. So we all, (laughs) we all kind of pushed our way separately to the front of the, uh, to the, to the rope, you know, and uh, got to the teacups, we're first in line and we said, where's Alice? And we were kind of thinking as we got there, how is Alice going to be here? Because she was just in the opening ceremony at the front of the park. And we get there and we talk to the, ta- the cast member and he says, well, props for getting here, but Alice doesn't get here till like 9.20 when the park opens at 9 o'clock. So needless to say we didn't end up riding the teacups with Alice but we did wait around Tomorrowland uh, well the little between Tomorrowland and Fantasyland area uh, just kind of scouring the location to see Alice come out. We were all spread out (laughs) in different places so that we could catch her wherever she came out of. (laughs) It was very um, FBI like. So anyway um, I think my favorite part of the trip was probably uh, who am I kidding? It's probably Illuminations. That's my favorite part of every Disney trip. <laughs> Some new things we noticed, uh, like the new Fast Pass system. Uh, magic def- bands. Yeah, the magic bands, which I'm still wearing. And Me it's, too-ish. Um, <laughs> so not really, but it's in her purse. Her magic band is in her purse. My new Dooney and Burke Disney purse. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, fast passes, magic bands, the, oh, definitely the, the Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Coolest thing ever, man. Yeah, it had our, uh, it, it had its grand opening while we were there. Oh, we also want to comment on the new Test Track um, <laughs> edition. I have mixed feelings about it. Um, the Frozen characters, uh, Star Wars Weekends. So anyway, the... Uh, what was the first thing I said? Fast, fast passes. passes. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the new fast pass system. I really don't like it much. Um, you have to choose three. Like you can choose in that morning when you go into the little kiosk thing. We got to choose ours 60 days in advance because we were staying on the grounds with our magic bands. But I don't really like how you can only choose three and that's it. Um, I didn't hear anything else about it that you could choose more. But I really wish that you could just, like, go throughout the day and choose them like you used to with the paper fast passes. Yeah, I, um, I'm not really sure, um, like, what the, the motive was for changing the system because it seemed to be working just fine. But, um, you know, and I thought it was going to be, uh, you know, like, such a downer to, um, to only have three fast passes for, for one day, you know, when I could normally get probably around 10 fast passes because I know how to make stuff happen and I can get 10 fast passes if I need to. Well, and you can't do it in separate parks. You can only have the three fast passes in one park. You can't switch parks throughout the day to get different fast passes. Mm, yeah. 
it's it's seems like it's pretty glitchy. It seems like there uh, there's a way that it could be more efficient and uh, could allow you to experience more things. Um, also, what I've heard is that you can only reserve fast passes ahead of time, uh, like before you get into the park, uh, if you have a magic band, uh, which you get if you're staying on property. Right, and I think that's an incentive to get more people to come stay on the property so that you'll spend more money. <laughs> yeah, and you can't blame them for that, but... It's very convenient. Yeah. Uh, magic bands, by the way, work for pretty much everything. They, It's your room key... It's your ticket to get in, it's your fast pass, it's your photo pass, uh, and you use it for the dining plan. It's really everything. And um, I have mine here. You know, they put your name on it. It's pretty fancy. And you can adjust it to be a kid's size, too. You can take the gray part off. And I did that because I wanted only the red to be showing on mine. But everyone else kept their gray on. But I think they're really pretty and cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so anyway, Magic Band's... You know, the way I look at it, it's a free souvenir for your kids. You exactly. Know? And another really cool thing we didn't mention earlier is the memory maker. Um, that links to a photo pass thing, and that's also on your Magic Band. And it gets you photos from all of the photo pass people. It's $150 if you buy it in advance, and then if you buy it on property, it's $200. And that seems really, really, really expensive, but we took 354 pictures on the photo pass, and now I get to download all of them. Like, it's not for free, but it seems like it's free because <laughs> of all the things you'd have to buy if you didn't have the memory maker. Yeah, if you've ever if you've ever purchased any uh, PhotoPass pictures before, you know how expensive they are, and uh, I think the the memory maker is a great idea. And it takes the pictures from the rides too, so like Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, all of those really awesome pictures that you get while you're on the rides, you get those on your memory maker too. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. And what I uh, figured out while we were there is that if you, um, like Emily here, made the whole reservation herself, and so we were all kind of like thought of as a family while we were there. So our magic bands were all linked, and you know, if there was a time we wanted to split up and go do a different ride or meet different characters or something, uh, she could scan her magic band with the photographer, and I could scan my magic band with the photographer, and it goes to the same account. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Another thing that I wanted to comment on was the Seven Doors Mine Train. Yes. <laughs> um, incidentally, probably my mom's new favorite ride. Um, <laughs> let me explain what I mean by that. My mom doesn't do... Uh, thrill rides. Yeah, she doesn't do thrill rides, Tower of Terror, Space Mountain. That's not really her thing. You know, uh, rock and roller coaster would probably kill her. Bless her heart. But... Um, <laughs> The mine train, however, I would say is just, mm, if you took Thunder Mountain, which is the extent of her thrill-seeking, and combined it with a dark ride, and what I mean by dark ride is not uh, Space Mountain-like, but more like Peter Pan's Flight or how Snow White's Scary Adventures used to be. But if you if you take that, uh, those two things, and combine them together, that's what you have here in the Seven Doors Mine Train. And you make it really quiet. Yeah. It's so quiet. The, uh, so we were walking around the first day we were there, and, uh, you know, first day that we were there that the roller coaster had actually been open, so none of us really had any idea of what the entrance looked like or where, you know, where it was located. It, you know, 
the roller coaster actually takes up the entire <laughs> like central point of uh, New Fantasyland. So we're walking around, and uh, it took us about 15 minutes to actually find the entrance because the uh, or even know if the roller coaster was running because it's completely silent. You can't hear it run at all, and uh, I mean, I guess that just is part of new roller coaster technology. Mm -hmm. But um, it's very cool. It's probably the, you know, comparable to Everest in uh, smoothness of the ride. It's so smooth. And the, um, I was wondering about the, uh, you know, the, the cars themselves are supposed to actually um, tilt and, and uh, sway a little bit. I, I was wondering about that, like if, you know, if people would be prone to motion sickness with that. It was very subtle, I think, but enough mm -hmm. to, um, you know, to be really cool, <laughs> I yeah. thought. Um, but anyway, so I would say it's a pretty good, um, pretty good thrill, especially for kids. Um, you know, some of my friends were saying, well, maybe it could go uh, faster for longer or more often. But um, but I think for for the intended audience, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's like right on target, I think. Yeah, and um, so, you know, needless to say, my mom would love it. And <laughs> the, the theming in this ride is hands down the best. Uh, you know, it's just so... It's very thorough. Everything looks exactly like the movie. Uh, when you're waiting in the in the queue, uh, they have some uh, some games like for kids, uh, but also for 21 year olds apparently. Yes. And um, you know, there's this one where it's like a touch screen, and you you have to match these jewels to little uh, molds that tell you like what color or what shape it has to be, and it's um, like super easy but oddly satisfying. I don't really I don't really know why. Uh but anyway, there are a few uh fun things to do in the um in the queue that can I would say can equally keep a 5-year-old and a 21-year-old entertained. Yeah, they're very entertaining, but I think that's also a reason that the line is so long because people get so held up playing these games that they don't move in line. <laughs> so, it's like it's holding up a whole entire sea of people behind you when you're trying to play the game. Yeah, you just have to know like okay, it's okay to pass these people <laughs> up. <laughs> you know, take advantage of the people who are really hung up on these games and take your spot in line. Yeah, one of the other little things that's in the queue is that um, they have water dripping down on top of, like, jewels. And when you put your hand under it, it makes different um, notes of music. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and the water, you know, I guess there's, like, a, like a light shining down right where the water drips out. And it makes the water look like it's kind of, like, liquefied crystal or something like yeah. that. So, very cool, very cool. And... Uh, Oh, and the other thing they have in the queue, they have these barrels, seven of them. They have these seven barrels full of, you know, jewels, and you, uh, you turn them, and uh, you look up at the ceiling, and as you turn them, it makes uh, little cartoon figures of the, of the seven dwarfs appear. And guess what happens if you turn them all at the same time? Snow White appears! What? Yep, Ooh. Snow White appears. So, it's, you know, it's a good, um... 
team building exercise. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know it's very crowd pleasing. It's it's nice to uh, band together with people uh, that are you know we're all in the same boat waiting for a million hours to ride this ride that just opened up. You know, so fun to see uh, Disney folk band together. So anyway, um, test track. Ugh. <laughs> test track, in my opinion. Has been better. It was my favorite ride when it was old and like crash test dummies and stuff. I thought that was like the coolest thing that you were going through a test for a car. And now it's very futuristic, which is cool too. Like you get to go in, you scan your little magic band, and um, you make your own car. And you can put like how fast you want it to go kind of stuff and the efficiency and stuff. And it goes through the ride and it tells you where your car goes like on a scoring map with everyone else who's in your car and that's cool and stuff but i still think the crash test dummies thing was more genius yeah and i can see where they were going and that you know it's in future world and i guess um i don't know maybe when the original test track opened the old theming used to be more futuristic right <laughs> but um i think there's some room to improve on this uh on this take of the ride actually uh, Q is going to be riding the new um, Radiator Springs uh, ride today. Which is awesome. Yeah. I love that place. <laughs> so um, maybe he will uh, give you all some feedback as to how it compares. And, it, you know, it's supposed to be the same type of ride. It is very cool. But we'll let Q get into that. <laughs> um, the new parade in uh, Magic Kingdom. Yes. Festival new of Fantasy. Dude, that's awesome. I think it's so cool. I mean, this is in, like, that parade and the night parade. If you're sitting there with a birthday button and, like, you're in the crowd and they still can't see you, they know it's your birthday. And they tell you, happy birthday. And they point at you and they wave and then you cry. <laughs> yeah, and if you yell, I'm from New Orleans, to uh, Princess Tiana, she'll say, who dat? <laughs> yes. I think that was the coolest parade ever, the new one. Um I have a friend that's actually a cast member that dances with Merida in it, and she posts pictures all the time, and I'm so jealous that she gets to go through that parade every day because it's so cool. Mm -hmm. And you can also see in this parade um, that there, I guess this is a promotion for the new Maleficent movie that just opened mm -hmm. up a few uh, days ago, but uh, the Sleeping Beauty segment of the parade is very, very cool. The costumes are... Um, <coughs> They're very dark, you know. Um, like steampunk kind of stuff. Yeah. Pretty much everyone knows that some of the Disney live-action movies are going in kind of a darker direction than they used to, what with Alice in Wonderland. Uh, um, what was that other one? Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, and you can definitely tell by the previews that this Maleficent movie is going to follow the same trend. And uh, this segment of the parade definitely reflected that. And the coolest part I thought of the parade was this uh, huge, um, like, robot dragon that, like, actually shoots fire at you. It's pretty cool. And it's hot, so don't yes. get too close to it. Yeah. Especially in 90-something <laughs> degree weather. <laughs> yeah. And another thing I noticed was that the, um, they gave the, 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 the three fairies different costumes, yeah. which was interesting to see. Um, 
I wonder if that's like a permanent thing or if right if they're just trying to modernize everything yeah um Elsa and Anna are in the parade so if you don't want to go wait five hours to see them in person you could just watch them in the parade (laughs) I thought that was really cool yeah that that's a pretty good idea they should have done that with um with Rapunzel when when Tangled came out right well Rapunzel and Flynn have their own float this time and I think that is awesome because they're my favorite (laughs) yeah so you know there was a cast member walking in front of you know where the parade would come out while while we were all waiting and he was saying so who do you want to see in the parade today and we were saying uh obviously Anna and Elsa (laughs) like shut up and then (laughs) he was like well I think I can make that happen you know, we should have said something like Hercules. Oh, yeah, because Hercules <laughs> doesn't even make appearances anymore. I love yeah. him. But, uh, but the point is, this parade has all the newest characters and, you know, definitely um, definitely lots of fun and very pleasing for your kids that are, you know, growing up with these more current Disney movies. Um, but for uh, the older kids, as we'd like to call ourselves, you know... We'd like to see some traditional characters, too. Right. Um, Let's see what else. Oh, new Starbucks locations. Yum. Oh, Um, my God. (laughs) Where the the bakery used to be in... um, on Main Street, uh, it's the the sign is still there that says bakery, but now there's also a Starbucks logo by it, and, you know, it's pretty much a full-fledged Starbucks. And, uh... Um, the other one, there there are two that I saw. I think those yeah. are the only ones. The one uh, where the bakery used to be in Main Street, and the other one is where the ice cream parlor used to be in Epcot. And if you have a dining plan, your snack can count as your Starbucks drink, and you can get any size, and it's still going to be used as your snack. So you can get, like, a humongous Starbucks drink, <laughs> and it will not cost you any more. Yeah, that, that's a really good plus. And they take st- regular Starbucks gift cards, too. Yeah. Um, oh, also, we ate at the uh, Be Our Guest restaurant. And it was beautiful. Yes. Looks very nice. I sent a picture, uh, a panoramic picture that I took on my iPhone to my grandmother. And uh, I said, look how fancy this place is that we're eating. And uh, she said, oh, well, did you dress up nice? <laughs> um, we did bring a suit. Okay, 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 okay. So, Emily has been preparing for months for this trip and has been sending us email after email with, you know, this supply list that, you know, I thought she had made up by herself. It was a suggestion it, list. Yeah, it was, a, she had gotten it from somewhere else, I guess, but um, it said, like, to bring, like, nice clothes. nice clothes, like a suit or a dress or something. And the day before we left, you know, um, which was the first time I read the list, um, <laughs> I, I sent my girlfriend a message that are we supposed to, like, do I need to bring a suit? <laughs> so I, I brought, I didn't, okay, I didn't bring a suit, but I brought pretty nice clothes. Because he didn't want to bring a dress. <laughs> yeah, I, I was not too keen on bringing a dress. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw Star Wars Weekends for the first time. Oh, uh, yeah. On this trip. Yeah. I have not seen all of the Star Wars movies. I just started watching the trilogy with a friend. I mean, not the trilogy. I guess it's not that anymore. The it's the whole six shebang. Gene. Yeah. Um, um, well, Emily has also been the Rebel Spy. That's right. Star Every Tours. time I go to Disney World, I'm the Rebel Spy, except for this time. <laughs> I, it was not me. And, uh, you know, for those of us that that's all we really want in life, I'm very <laughs> resentful, you know. Um, <laughs> but, the yeah. Big, um, the big... 
Darth Small was the name of yeah, it. Yeah, Darth Small. <laughs> that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was just a room full of Star uh, Star Wars merchandise for Star Wars weekends, and you could meet some of the Disney characters dressed up as Star Wars characters. And um, there was the Akbar snack bar <laughs> where I bought my first alcoholic drink, and it was really cool. It was called the Dark Side, and I got a little light up Death Star in it. That was like a little ice cube thing. And I thought that was really cool. <laughs> the drink was $15, but it was totally worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. Well, to be your first drink. I right, know. yeah. Make it, you know, go big or go Never home. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, Star Wars weekend was, um, <clears throat> well, it was a good thing and it was a bad thing crowd-wise. The crowds in Hollywood studios were horrendous. Um, but, I mean, what can you expect? The good part of that is that when we went to the other parks... Uh, Not as bad. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, uh, we, went, we went there one day during Star Wars weekends. We went to Hollywood Studios. But that morning, we had gone to Animal Kingdom. And let me tell you, I have never seen the line so short for some of these rides in Animal Kingdom. Uh, except for the safari. It was, like, hours. Well, yeah. But, um... Dinosaur, we just we had fast passes, but we just walked right on. Right, and that was my first time ever riding dinosaur, and it was not as scary as I was expecting. <laughs> but Disney, uh, uh, Disney, <laughs> Emily also doesn't like dinosaurs at all. Um, but also rode the Primeval Whirl, which is yeah. usually a pretty significant line, and uh, it, we walked right on to it too. We saw Birds of Prey. That was the coolest show I've ever seen in my life. Wasn't that what it's called? Oh no! Uh, flight. Flights of, flights of birds. Well, no flights. Flights of wonder. <laughs> flights Fli of wonder. Birds of prey. Same thing. But it was yeah. the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I wish that the birds would have landed on my arms because that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Birds of prey. Definitely. Um, I I don't think it's one of the more popular attractions. I'd but never heard of it before, and I've been to Disney World like a hundred million times. Yeah, it's you know it's very very good. If you haven't done it before and you've been a hundred million times, then you know, I would say it's a must-do. And it kind of took the place of Festival of Lion King for us, because that opened the day after we left. Yeah, we suck for <laughs> not staying one more day. Um, but I, I think they moved it to Africa, is that they right? They did, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going to become of Camp Mini Mickey. I think now that they don't have the Festival of Lion King anymore... Well, I think that complete thought out of my head i'm not sure if this is right but i think isn't that where avatar land or something is going that's what i was thinking yeah well maybe maybe you got that from me because i mentioned it okay, earlier maybe so. like I, I mean i have not heard anything about that but i know that we're just assuming things yeah i know that they are supposed to have an avatar land um yeah they're starting all the concept stuff for that i think yeah and uh i i was wondering like where it was going to go uh, not that they don't have um like so much land that they could probably section off in the safari zone to do that because that that is what makes animal kingdom the largest park is the safari yeah. um little tidbit for you but <clears throat> i don't think there's anything left in camp mini mickey anymore since they don't have the lion king there uh -huh. so it's um you know they used to have the pocahontas show that was pretty mm -hmm. cool they would have animals that they had trained pretty well then that would come up so anyway um I could definitely foresee that area becoming the Avatar Land, and you know I'm I'm kind of excited about that. I, I have mixed feelings in that it's not originally Disney, um, but 
you know, I like to maintain the mentality of everything they do is wonderful all the right, time. Right, exactly, so, yeah. yeah. I try. <laughs> so, you know, keep the magic alive. Um, oh, the Frozen characters. When we went to meet Elsa and Anna, mm. um, originally my friend was getting into the parks with comp tickets and he could not do the same fast pass as us for Elsa and Anna because they're just so popular. And so we walked up to go in for our fast pass to meet them. And um, he asked just like out of the blue, like, hey, is there any way that I could come in with them? And she said, yeah, it's fine. As long as like it's just one person, you can go in with them. So that was pretty cool. And we only had to wait about like 10, 15 minutes to go in. And um, I thought they were perfect. Man, they were like the coolest Elsa and Anna ever. Yeah. Because they're the only ones. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> right. There's only one of each character. Um, but, yeah, I thought they were really cool. One thing I will tell you is <laughs> should you ever ask Anna or Elsa to sing for you, they, um, they have a well-premeditated response that they will give you. Uh, I was going to ask, like, you know, the song from Frozen, I was going to be like, I mean, it's crazy. What? what? We finish each other's... Sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. Okay, so then I was going to do that with Anna and send it to my friend because it's kind of an inside joke that we have. But um, when I asked them, Elsa, she was like, trust me, she sings it all the time. You don't want her to sing it again. Please don't make her sing it again. So anyway, and, uh, and then various let it go jokes ensued. Uh, so anyway... If you're taking kids to see the Frozen characters, or I guess any characters that would sing in the movie, don't entertain the idea that they might sing for them. <laughs> well, and I suggest that as soon as your 60-day window opens to get your Fast Passes, um, do Elsa and Anna first, because mm. I tried getting um, a different time for them, and they were just unavailable completely for the rest of my 60-day window. So make sure that you go do that first. That and the mind train. Yeah. Most of the time that we were there, you know, just walking past uh, where Anna and Elsa would be to meet people, it said 300 minutes. That, that's five hours. Five hours. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> and there were people in that line dressed up like Elsa and Anna that wanted to go meet them, and I give them props for standing in the heat for that long. <laughs> oh, another thing about the uh, mind train, speaking of heat, there are fans strategically placed all over the queue. To blow you out of the queue. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if you're worried about what your hair looks like, then uh, <laughs> maybe this is not the ride for you. But, right. But um, it, they are, you know, very well placed in that uh, wherever you're standing in the line, uh, you probably have a fan blowing on you. And I think that's... Awesome. That's, that's a great idea that could probably be integrated into... Everything. Yeah, into a lot of the other rides. We went to meet Ariel in her grotto. Blake was riding something else, I think. And um, the way you meet her is you, like, walk through all these little caves of, like, coral and stuff. And there are no fans. There is no air condition. And it is, like, 90, 100 degrees outside. And, like, you're going through these itty-bitty little caves, and you feel like you're going to pass out. <laughs> so buy one of those little fans that mists you. That annoy everyone around you. <laughs> but I secretly love when people use them around me. Me too. I act like I'm pissed off, but right. I really love it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, I was on the Carousel of Progress whenever they yeah, did that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that is definitely, you know, when they remove that ride. I will... Uh, have to do something about Disney World. A part of my very being will go with it. 
literally one of my pinky toes is somewhere in the carousel of progress. Not really. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, the dining plan. Oh, yeah. Great idea. I was very iffy about that. I know a lot of my friends were too, um, because it, like, it seems like a very big amount of money to add to your trip when you're planning it. But in the end, I really think it's more convenient for everyone because you get, like with the dining plan we got, you get a mug that you get to use on the resorts. We never used it because we were never at the resort. But you get to have that. You get a snack every day, a quick service uh, meal every day, and then you also get a table service meal every day. And with your quick service meal, you get an entree, a drink, and a dessert. And I thought that was really cool. And then the same thing with dinner. So you always get like a two-course meal, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like, it's a lot of food. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you go, like, we went to um, the, what was that, uh, the 50s primetime. Yeah. Uh, that's in Hollywood Studios. And, uh, you know, it looks like it's Leave It to Beaver in there. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, home-cooked meals, you know. And, uh, like, I got the... Uh, the chicken pot pie and I mean that is a lot of food so plus dessert so anyway I, I would say the the meal plan or the dining plan whatever is uh definitely worth it if you know if you're gonna eat in the parks definitely get the dining plan right and then there's sometimes that like I know that they're doing I'm pretty sure in November and December they have free dining if you book a trip right now oh wow so you get a free dining plan when you book your trip to stay on the grounds and stuff. And you can only have the dining plan if you're on the grounds. Mm. But I think it's really convenient to stay on grounds anyways. Yeah, yeah. They're, they've they've really added a lot of perks uh, to, to staying on property. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I would say, you know, we, uh, we had about, we had four friends going that were contributing to the, uh, to the total cost of this trip. And that you know we've been planning for months, and uh, so we paid one <laughs> paid one big price, you know. And uh, I mean, I can tell you that it was less than eight hundred dollars for each person for like a five day park hopper, and then um, staying on grounds and having the dining plan and the memory maker. Mm. So all of that was under eight hundred dollars, and I think that's really awesome, especially for college kids. Yeah, yeah, and you know. And you can buy extra stuff if you're on the dining plan, but I would say I only yeah. it was enough food that I only spent about twenty five dollars in five days extra. extra. Yeah. So I, I think it was a great deal. So anyway, I think that just about covers um, everything. Do you have anything else you wanted to? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Okay. Well, uh, <clears throat> we've enjoyed sharing our experiences with you, and uh, we um, thank you for listening and. I think we have a song that we're going <laughs> to clip on the end of this. So anyway, thank you and have a magical day. Bye. Thank you for that field report, Blake and Emily. Um, definitely do appreciate it. Um, they actually decided to go above and beyond the call of duty and actually plus their field report by recording their rendition of a very famous Disney song. And without further ado, we have Blake on piano and Emily on voice, and they're doing their rendition of a very famous Cinderella tune.
dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep in dreams you will lose your heart Right now we've reached the end of this particular field report and I decided to do one of our regular show endings by doing the easy listening, relaxing wrap up music behind me. But anyway, guys, you know, Blake and Emily have set the bar as far as what you can do with a field report on your own, a listener field report. So I challenge each and every one of you listeners who happens to be traveling down to the world, or if you have a, an opinion uh, to state regarding something that's going on down there, man, record it, shoot us an email, you know, with that particular message or, or a short little podcast or field report. And man, we'll put you on the air. We'll make you the star of your own little show. Uh, own little podcast and stuff because sometimes we all know that being able to speak something um, is probably nine times easier than having to write it out but then again you know some people are better at writing than they are at speaking so I can totally understand that too so either way whether you, you write down what you want to say or whether you record it email us at magicrway at gmail.com and like I said if you want to record it man everything has got some type of recorder that makes a decent quality you know it could be on your phones it could be on just your ipods whatever doesn't really your imacs you know or maybe your macbooks or your your pcs or your laptops whatever or your tablet whatever it is has some kind of a recording device that sounds pretty decent and i'm pretty sure that you know the field trips that we've done in the past danny and i have done in the past have been on our phones you know sometimes we'll use a really good recording if we uh for doing something special but nine times out of ten if we're on a ride or on a bus we're just doing it from our phone y'all it's very very easy anybody could do it um so yeah it will definitely want to hold to our uh, um, motto of, of giving the Disney fan a voice. So anything, regardless, you know, positive, negative, doesn't really matter. If it's a review about a movie or something about a drink or if a piece of food or a restaurant thing, we'll, we'll give you a chance to get a, have your soapbox announced. You know, get on that soapbox and start talking about it. So, but anyway, very, very easy. All right, I'm done talking about that. So anyway, 
magicourway at gmail.com. That's one way you can definitely get in touch with us. Also, too, make sure you like our page on Facebook. And if you happen to have a Twitter, follow us on Twitter. We now have a Pinterest, so follow us on Pinterest. I think we have an Instagram. I don't remember. But if we do, I'll confirm it on our next show and let you know. Um, we do have a speak pipe. If you don't feel like recording anything um, or, or with your own thing and having to send it in to us or whatever else, there's a very easy way that you can record a quick little 90-second message and send it into the Magic Way gang, and that's through our speak pipe account. Right now, you can access it at www.speakpipe.com. That's speak, S-P-E-A-K, P-I-P-E, pipe, all one word. Um, www.speakpipe.com forward slash magic our way and then you get to that website you, and it could be on your computer there's an app for there's whatever however you get onto the internet you can record a quick message for us click the little button on that website it records straight from the computer and most computers have a microphone and this will make it very 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 easy for you a lot of times you're paying your bills whatever else you say hey man I'm gonna shoot Dan and Kevin message Go for it, you know, press that little button on our website, shoot us an opinion of something we might have talked about on the show or something you might have heard or experienced or whatever. It doesn't really matter. We will give you guys a voice. Um, but anyway, speakback.com. Also, too, if you happen to download us on iTunes or on Stitcher, you can listen through any one of those platforms or any of the other platforms, Blueberry, Blackberry, whatever, whatever color berry you want. doesn't really matter. Um, but give us a rating. Leave us a review. You know, that, keep us, that keeps us relevant and all the, and the searches and stuff and, and tells everybody what kind of show we have going on here and just kind of spreads the word, you know, kind of spread the love. We love to get more people involved with our show here. Uh, we love talking about Disney and we'd love to invite other people to talk about Disney with us. So yeah, many chances for you guys to get involved. And so also while you're at, I'll throw in a plug for Lee. You'll hear Lee with just a dream away travel. If you want to schedule your next Disney vacation, but you would just want to take out the, all the hassle and the work of having to book everything. You just, you know, I've done it 10 million times before. I don't feel like doing it. I want somebody else to do it with me. Call Lee Lestovica at Just a Dream Away Travel. We'll post all his information in our show notes. And you can also check him out on our Facebook uh, page as well. We'll have a link up there as well. So anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed this field report. And again, I encourage you, if you got something to say, make sure you record it and send it into the Magic Our Way podcast. We will definitely give you a voice. And with that note, on behalf of Blake and Emily, my name is Kevin magic out.